0: What's up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess, and we are back with another half pint mini-sode. And as always, well, not as always, but now, (laughs) um, half pints, I will be joined uh, by my occasional co-host, Shana Cormier. And this episode, we are getting into some weirdness a little bit. Um, There's kind of a term going around right now, uh, beer-wine hybrids. As I say in this episode, I don't really know how I feel about that term, but it is implying that um, brewers are taking wine making techniques and applying them. It's also referring to re uh, refermentation that's happening with fruit. Um, this is common. It's not like this is anything new, but lately it's been kind of trendy for breweries to make some connections with wineries and uh, grape growers to use wine grapes in their secondary fermentation, which is really fun because then you get to extract the really delicate and complex flavors of wine grapes. One of the most fun things about this is when secondary fermentation is going on, a lot of times you're using the uh, yeast off the skin of fruit. And um, if anyone's familiar with the term natural wine, that's something that is a common uh, winemaking technique is Just not fucking with the grape at all and allowing the yeast that exists on that skin, aka skin contact, which uh, will also lead to orange wine. That's also another trendy word you may have heard. Orange wine is basically a white wine that keeps the skins on. So you get a little bit of a different color. Um, It's processed the same way that red grapes are processed for red wine, which is leaving the skins on. So in this episode, we get into some weird brewing and winemaking techniques, and we're comparing two different beverages. Uh, The first one is a blueberry wine from Oyster River Wine Growers in Warren, Maine, and we are comparing that to the Viognier from Floodland Brewing and Kobayashi Wines. So uh, blueberry wine, that's exactly what it sounds like. It is instead of fermenting wine grapes, you're fermenting blueberries and uh, getting some yummy, buzzy, slightly spritzy um, wine from it. And the Viognier is a one of their neutral oak aged saisons using a Viognier wine grape from Kobayashi. So one of the main terms you're going to hear us talk about is native yeast, which is absolutely a buzzword right now in the beverage industry. But it's really a simple concept. It means that you're not adding any other yeast to your fermentation. You're only using the yeast that exists on the fruit you're working with. So for wine, this is kind of a no-brainer. Wine ferments just from the grapes and the yeast that exists on the skin as is. But for beer, you typically pitch yeast into the wort uh, to begin the fermentation process. So when you start experimenting with fruit and beer, there becomes a whole new world to explore in terms of the yeast that exists on the fruit that you're fermenting with. With beer, this is this can be a little tricky. Um, Because the malt that you uh, use to boil have a lot of compounds to them and you can't really expect a random ass yeast to, uh, you know, from some nectarines or whatever to have the work ethic to be able to eat all the sugars and starches from the malt without dying or throwing in the towel, which is why brewer's yeast, aka Saccharomyces, is so reliable because we know that it has the strength to be able to enter an all-you-can-eat buffet of wort and produce beer. So this is why brewers rely on secondary fermentation with fruit and their native yeast um, and the complexity and even wine-like or cider-like qualities um, to be added and produced with this beer. Uh, So if all that sounds interesting to you, um, I would make sure to follow Floodland Brewing and Marissa A. Ross on Instagram. They are two of my favorite resources on natural wine and native yeast goodness. Not to say that Floodland is the only one out here experimenting with wine and beer. They're just my local fave, and I adore the team who works there. So um, I will link their Instagram handles in the bio. So uh, in this episode, we are talking about wine made without grapes, beer made with grapes, regional accents, and our ignorance of wine blending. Um, So I don't want to spoil too much for you. So go ahead and try to find a weird beer-wine-cider hybrid, pop it open, and join us. Cheers.
1: Yeah. You just do you, is there something that you'd like to say about um... <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Finn, unless you have something that you want to say about uh, native yeast fermented blueberry wine, then we don't want to hear you. But I love you very much. Sorry about it, bud. Okay, yeah, so
0: basically I just wanted to do some really fun comparisons in terms of like mixed fruit fermentation because uh floodland does a lot of fun stuff along those lines i feel like people a lot of times are comparing they're calling it like a a beer wine hybrid which i don't know how i feel about that just because like you're using some wine techniques doesn't make it a hybrid
1: of wine yeah i don't really know there's a wasp right now are there a few there was like a bumblebee behind you. I mean, bumblebees I'm cool with. Yeah, Same. I'm not cool with wasps. No fucks Bugs f- f- can go wasp <laughs> themselves. <laughs> I mean, getting fucked is kind of getting wasps. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> so th- I found this bottle at Veef in Fremont in Seattle, and uh, it's love a, that place. That's it's really the best. Fucking great. It's classified as a main wild blueberry wine. So what I think, I think it's fully fermented from blueberries and it just uses, it also includes um, native yeast off the skins of the blueberries. That's what I'm sh- pretty sure is happening. It's by Oyster River Wine Growers, uh, the Ewing Fruit Project. It's got a beautiful label. It's really fun. And I
1: also, it really is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a sucker for like this kind of throwback seventies. Yeah. It's very like, and how often like do Beatles. you see yeah how often do you see a blueberry wine
0: right exactly also anytime i see a something that's classified as a wine that has a cap i get very excited because
1: and what is abv on it
0: 7.1 so it ferments like a beer more i don't know i don't really know anything about fermenting fruit but let's read the back it says it depends
1: on the amount of sugar that's involved right and blueberries are not the sweetest fruit
0: that's true Hmm. I don't know. I've never fermented. blueberries. I've never fermented anything. Uh, native yeast fermented, unfiltered, and delightfully dry, produced from wild blueberries from our friends up the road at Ewing Fruit Company in Warren, Maine. No sulfites added. Um,
1: Great. Yeah. So that's what it Which, is. you know, it's interesting. Like, I was, as you told me to do, read Marissa A. Ross's book. Mm-hmm. And when people say, like, you know, no sulfites, but okay, it's no, like so it's naturally occurring. Yes, so it's like you don't have to add them. Yeah, but it's gonna happen no matter what. Right. Yeah. So it's always so it's yeah. nice to kind of debunk when people, um, you know, don't know what they're talking about. Right.
0: <laughs> and I've had people tell me like, oh, I can't, I can't drink wine. I can't drink wine with a with the sulfates in it. And it's like. <laughs>
1: why yeah
0: exactly and then also like i get because some wines do have a lot of added shit in it like the cheaper stuff because you're
1: exactly you're drinking like cheap shit yeah
0: so they're adding things into the wine to make it uh yeah sugars and sulfites and to make it taste more like the style that it's supposed to be Mm. um but fuck that don't drink cheap wine just drink natural wine and you won't get it. or you can
1: drink cheap wine just make sure it's not garbage
0: exactly yes you're right right um, okay so let's pop this guy open and you see want me what do it yeah see what it's about All right so there's a little spritz there
1: It's so pretty gorgeous. It looks like a bougelet or something yes. right Oh my god
0: I'm obsessed with this color
1: Yeah it's like a deep super deep
0: it, It's like 70s purple <laughs> it's Like but a beautiful pink little head It has a It has a little bit of a head for whatever this is supposed to be.
1: Mm.
0: It smells like a wild beer. Yeah. Um, Okay. This is fun.
1: It's. Whoa. Pretty tannic. This is fun. It kind of tastes like a a mead. Totally, dude. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? That Mm kind of like. It has almost a honey,
0: honey quality to it. Yes. I wonder if that's just the wild yeast. It's
1: extremely dry.
0: It's super dry. Pretty tannic. Um, Does it taste
1: like blueberries?
0: I think it's a little bit blueberry. Um I'm getting like a almost like menthol herbal flavor in this. Definitely. It's definitely menthol Mhm. It has that like medicinal quality to it. It definitely has like that marrowish. Yes. The carb level on this is so much fucking fun. Like I it's, it's so spritzy.
1: It's super dry. Yeah. It's like fruity mm-hmm. and it's but it's more complex. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think people, the smell of it might make people a little um, uncomfortable because it, but it's not overly funky. It's not,
0: dude. And it. it's not like, it doesn't smell or taste like bread. And that's when people like, when they first try a wild beer, it's usually a bread beer. And then they're like, oh, fuck that. This is just really fun native yeast. Like who knows what the fuck yeast is in this or was used to. Um,
1: it is tannic it... though. You're right. Mm-hmm. But in, it's balanced. Mm-hmm. I almost wish I had a little more sweetness, but I said that about that last one. I'm, I'm not scared of sweetness. I'm not either. Um, I like it. There's a, actually, like,
0: really nice acidity to it. It's like, that's the blueberry flavor I'm getting from it is, like, that.
1: It's more like blueberry, like, innards and not the flesh. Yeah. Yes. Which is a little more like an ambiguous fruit, I think. Sure. I don't know. Blueberries are so difficult because they're, like, kind of, like uh flimsy sure i think yeah i don't know this is cool as hell i've never had anything quite like it but it's Neither so I. it tastes like blueberry mead
0: yes totally it um and this like kind of menthol-y flavor i'm getting from it is a character i've gotten in mead before as well so i'm kind of curious what that crossover is
1: and i'm um, i i do not know it doesn't say in here that it's for like uh you know bottle conditioned or
0: it has to be because it's carbonated right
1: just, it just kind of, like, re-ferments in the bottle a little bit. It must. So I wonder if they use honey. They may have. But it Maybe. is my grandfather's name, and he was born in Maine, so.
0: This was um, Kismet. Kis- <laughs> Kismet
1: is the perfect, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, it's not that far away from Portland, Maine, either. Because Portland's <gasps> also kind of on the coast. Look Wouldn't at that.
1: that be crazy if I had some relatives or something? That'd be tight. Warren. Warren. Hey, back. I'm Warren. <laughs> It's such a weird accent. Like Maine people have such an accent. Maine people? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. People from Maine, Maynards. is that what they call themselves? <laughs> My nana was also from Maine, and they both had this like, it wasn't quite Catherine Hepburn, but it was like this kind of sure, wide yeah. sort of like, they had a twang, but it was wonder, also very wide and like, str- yeah, it's
0: it's like. I the wonder if it has any accent. influence from like Quebec or like French influence,
1: but that doesn't <sighs> sound French. I think it's all just english like england yeah 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 for sure because it's new england yeah i think also like you know boston has that so it's mm-hmm. like all weird yeah, sort yeah, of leftovers yeah. from like weird leftovers england yeah no it's you're right right i think uh at least i think a lot of like quebec people went down to louisiana and that's where you get the eyes mm, out it's like that weird mm-hmm. it's like similar sort of similar yeah. it's like a weird sort of I keep saying weird because I have no other... I can't say interesting, but interesting is the most boring word ever. Truly.
0: Okay, so... Should we open up this other one? Yeah, and I definitely want to talk through um, the fun stuff that Floodland does and kind of how this um, fruit fermentation... This is cool as hell. I've never
1: had anything like this. Ewing? Is that how you say it? I think so. Ewing? Yeah. It's like really beautiful i feel like this would be so good this would be a really good beer to bring to like thanksgiving Mm. or to any sort of dinner party where people be like what yeah like what is this but it would appeal to
0: a lot of different people too
1: yeah because it's like in very unique i think it's very accessible Mm -hmm. like it's not like a like crazy wild where people are gonna be like turned off by it right the acidity level on it is really well balanced Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, like not acidic at and all. And it has
1: that really cool like Neko wafer meat mm-hmm. quality. Yep. yep.
0: I don't know. I feel like this
1: would also be really cool to cook with.
0: Ooh. Right? Dude, I would just kinda want to make a glaze with it and put it on top of like a cake. Everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make like a cool, like
0: put it in a cake mix. That would be oh that would be so good. Oh. Okay. Um so yes, let's open up this floodland Here we go. bear. Ale fermented in oak native re-fermentation on grapes from Farms. Kobayashi. Um, Travis Allen at Kobayashi. So yeah, this is just a wild ale re-fermented on some wine grapes. Um, so not the same process as making this blueberry wine, but it is an example of native fermentation and uh, re-fermenting on fruit. Um, and in this case, wine grapes. So, um, I'm hoping that it's going to pick up on, on the uh, Vignette varietal characteristics for sure. Um, while also kind of messing around with some native yeast. Do you know a lot about uh, Vignette? I don't think I don't. I'm saying it right.
1: Vignette? I thought it Vignette. was... Vignette!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've always said Vignette, and that has to be wrong. I mean, I'm probably we're Americans, so I we know.
1: do most things not quite right.
0: It's a really pretty color. I see some sediment in there, which... I'm not opposed to sediment. I will literally drink the end of a bottle that has sediment in it. I'm down. Sorry, it, it might have been
1: because I was pouring it a little more aggressively. No, it's I was fine. pouring it like a Pilsner, <laughs> just straight down the middle. I don't give a shit. Super peachy. Ooh, yeah. Got some nice um, uh, hay farm. Mm,
0: yeah, I would say like a little bit of lemon peel.
1: Reminds me a little bit like if you hugged a goat.
0: Not quite as goaty as hugging a goat, but along those lines. Like a
1: freshly uh, cleaned <laughs> goat. It's, no, really. I like goats. Oh, okay, See, this is the sweetness I was missing in mm. the other ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, I mean, this just has um, a little bit more sweetness, more body, and more acidity. Yeah. Which, honestly, I could have used more acidity in the blueberry wine.
1: I mean, I think it helps with morseness, Um Mhm. Oh makes yeah, you I agree. Wanna, like, mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. Um the carbonation is fucking spot on. Yeah, it is. It's um, phew, If you just swirl
0: this around, the oh, it's so pretty. It's like peach skins. Mm. It's nice. Yeah. So I don't know anything about vignette grapes. Maybe we should look that up. Viognier from Wine Folly. Wine Folly is also a really good blog and person to follow if you want to get more knowledge on wine. Um Vionier. Yeah, that sounds a lot more French than Vignier. <laughs> Vionnier. Viognier. Like Colmillier. Exactly. That's my last name. Um, I mean, IER. Okay, let's add, again, this info is coming Viagnier. off of uh, Wine Folly. Vionnier is a full bodied white wine that originated in southern France, most loved for its perfumes, aroma of peach. You nailed it. Tangerine and Honeysuckle. Viognier. Fucking Honeysuckle. Yeah. I love
1: Honeysuckle. I do too. And it
0: comes up a lot in Floodland beer. For sure. Uh, Viognier can also be oak aged. This was... Uh, Neutral. Oak. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can add a rich, creamy taste with hints of vanilla.
1: It's super creamy. Yeah, it like is. It starts off super acidic. Mm-hmm. Like, like not quite ripe yeah. peach. And then has this nice... like creamy smooth like mm-hmm. middle body mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a fucking thing but it is now um, no you're totally right in this
0: article is having um, some comparisons to Chardonnay yeah which I like definitely a note get. Chardonnay mm-hmm. yeah um, okay so now that we kind of have these two side by side maybe we should fill Do you want to top this off a little bit so you can try some as we're talking about oh it? yeah um, kind of have these side by side kind of I feel like you get a better sense of the process of how these are fermented, uh, like a straight blueberry fermentation just letting it turn into alcoholic juice versus a more, uh, involved process with brewing beer, especially when like you brew and then you like, uh, you know, put in barrels and you referment, there's kind of like a lot more steps and more ingredients, um, in a beer. And I think it shows because the, floodland is so much more complex, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the blueberry wine is good in its own right. But you can kind of, you're getting the difference between like what fermenting on fruit from beer means versus just fermenting fruit.
1: Yeah. And like the, uh, the Viognier. Nice. You like that? Yeah, I do. Uh, is a blend, right? So it's like not only adding the grapes to an already, fermented beer. Right. Um but I do believe there's another step where they're adding another blend to it. Which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just adds complexity. If you think yeah. about like, you know, uh goozes, mm-hmm. which, you know, hashtag goose is good. Uh that's a blend of three that's different true. type of yeah. lambics. Mm-hmm. And there's some just blenderies they're not they're not producing their own lambic they're just right right you're absolutely right and so like that's a whole fucking other skill set it truly is so that it helps to add complexity to this because you're like tinkering you're like right it's almost like a cocktail
0: it is absolutely um and now that we're on the topic of blending i wonder i wonder how that plays in the wine world is that like is that something you don't fuck with because you blend um the grapes you know like you have different varietals of grapes when you're putting together like a red blend but you wouldn't blend wine after usage and then re ferment or would you would that be dope like, i honestly don't know i,
1: I and i i again, don't know enough about wine neither do i world so like yeah. you mean like uh you've fermented a like a one varietal of one year of one harvest mm-hmm. and then you blend that with like another
0: it could be anything. It could be like the same wine, different uh vintage. I wonder what that the fuck would do or if you're taking just two completely different wines and blending and then like bottle conditioning or something. Do they do that already? I don't know. That's <laughs> but cuz I'm pretty sure when you get like a red blend it's just different grapes that are put together to be fermented.
1: That's what I always thought too, but I don't even know.
0: Yeah, I don't I might just need to fact check all of this and then like
1: I think if I we just might be genius, wine. Yeah,
0: we might be geniuses, or we might just not know shit about wine. <laughs> we might just be dumb,
1: <laughs> dumbass geniuses. Uh, there's a fine line between being a genius, dumb, dumbass, genas. Yeah,
0: Genius. Yeah. This beer is so fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. What did the back say? You want to read that? Um, Does it say anything?
1: This beer was made in collaboration with our friend Travis Allen of Kobayashi Winery. This 2018 harvest beer was made using no sulfur and an entirely native re-fermentation of Viognier grapes from uh, Weather Eye Vineyard in Washington. The grapes were harvested by hand from the north face of Red Mountain late in the season and direct pressed at floodland. Refermented Ooh. in neutral oak uh, barriques. I actually don't even know what that is. Fucking idiot! This blend incorporates primarily aged. This uh, this blend incorporates primarily aged beer made with Washington barley and buckwheat, and re-fermented with a wild culture. Before packaging, a small amount of hoppy aged saison was blended in, and the beer was re-fermented in the bottle. Yeah, that's lots like of like fermentation happening so much, but it's really fun,
0: and that's I why to it's keep track of all that. It's <laughs> like a fucking noodle bowl of a
1: freeway. You're just like what. <laughs> How do you even keep track
0: of what's happening there? Yeah. I just had a thought. I I think we should um, talk about the difference between uh, like native yeast and wild yeasts, Because both of them are pretty, at least like what our knowledge is. Um, They're both kind of vague terms. I think when you are uh, drinking beers out at a brewery or you see a bottle and it says like wild ale or wild yeast, you can... I think you can assume that it's going to be some form of Britannomyces just because I think that's the most popularly used. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah, that too. Are we all covered in it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, And there's like some other things that people throw in, but um, native yeast is like when you're just in... I mean, as far as I'm aware, native yeast is just yeast that is coming off of whatever you're fermenting. So it's like not even needing to add anything it's not like pitching yeast it's just like what the fuck is on these skins and like that is what is gonna eat the Which sugars a form
1: of just wild fermentation right right wild wild yeah. meaning just like un um adulterated uncultivated yeah um un, yep. like if you're talking to or some people will say like if you're using just brewer's yeast it's like industrialized yeah
0: no totally right I, yeah i've always said commercial like i don't know like what term is the best way to I mean, describe they've, it they've
1: been like they're almost like worker bees yeah they are just like yep they've been made into like or have been um bred mm-hmm. into just being like this is what they we have do? a purpose and it's yeah to convert well, sugar I mean, yeast is trainable yeah which is cool but wild yeast isn't right exactly wild I yeast can do whatever the fuck there, it wants there are you can control the um the uh the environment into right. which that works like by many factors but right it's still unpredictable right that's why it's so scary to make these kind of beers yeah because you're not really ever sure if it's gonna pan out and there's gonna be a lot and of I batches that you have it. to dump
0: yeah i mean because you you experiment and you can do the best you can but i think that's why the concept of native yeast is so much fucking fun because it's like we don't even know what culture this is and we're going to see what it does. You, like you said, it's not bred to be a worker yeast. You don't know how well it's going to work. You're just putting it in and seeing how well it reacts with um, the grain, how well it's going to react
1: with you the fruit. Control for... the conditions. Right. It's like having a kid. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You can yeah. control many things, but you can't really control the kid. Right. Exactly. They're going to be who they are. Mm-hmm.
0: Nature you- versus nurture. That's what. The
1: sea stories. If you it. try to con- if you try to control them too much, it's gonna fucking be a disaster. Bite in the ass, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I'm pretty new being a mom, but <laughs> but you've been a child, so I have been a kid. I'm good at that, <laughs> so I think I can, you know, figure it out. um So
0: even though both of these beverages are uh, totally different drinks um <laughs> dranks <laughs> dranks um i think it's just kind of like both of these are really fun examples of what you can be doing with both native yeast and fruit thank you
1: yeah well it's just nice to like not be confined to yeah you know a certain box mm-hmm. of like yeah i mean being confined to certain styles is cool because you know what you're getting yourself right. into right. but if you want to like take risks and expand your experience and it's not gonna be fit into some sort of right because how many
0: like to be honest you know I am still like a IPA person like I still very much is one of my favorite styles of all time but there's only so much I can say when I'm drinking and thinking and writing about beer when I'm like okay so grapefruit rind and grapefruit pith and um, orange peel you know like you get because of what you're working with, it's like you, I can find myself getting into, like, a cycle of saying the same things over and over again, yeah. and it does help to, like, drink with people and talk about it and whatnot, but at the same time, like, so why don't we just fuck around with something that we have no idea what it's going to be? Like, this blueberry wine, like I was saying earlier, like, menthol, Amaro, like... It's super menthol-y. Yeah, That's These really are good things call. that we're not used to talking about in beer It's like or now or something, yeah, there's,
1: like... Yeah. You can totally taste, it almost tastes like, you can almost get, like, a... I have to take a sip of. I, I mm-hmm. sacrificed it to the bees, but they didn't like it. Oh
0: wow! It's as like it's kind of peppery, super peppery. As not super peppery, I guess but a it has a lot of quality. Sure, okay. I'm having deja vu right now. Oh my god, this is so weird. Um, yeah, it's like a peppery bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> as this sits, it's really evolving. This is interesting.